Ed Peters, and I welcome you on behalf of Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers to another broadcast of What's New. We continue on today in Acts chapter 2, focusing on verse 24. We are currently looking at the first sermon in the church age delivered by Simon Peter. This sermon was delivered to a crowd of Jewish men who were directly involved in the plot of the crucifixion of Christ. On our previous study, taken from verses 22 and 23, Peter says to these men, Men of Israel, listen to these words. Jesus the Nazarene, a man divinely accredited to you through mighty works and wonders and signs, which God brought through him in your midst, as you personally know, who, under the determined will and foreknowledge of God, was betrayed by lawless hands, and whom you killed by nailing him to the cross. This, however, is not the most important part of Peter's sermon. We come now to verse 24, where he preaches the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Here is verse 24. But God raised him to life again, setting him free from the pangs of death, because it could not be that death should keep him in its grip. Oh 
This is the first sermon ever preached in the church age. This is the beginning. This is the day of Pentecost. What is Peter's theme? It is the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, here to bring us our study is Pastor Henry Harder. According to the Bible, both the Old Testament and the New Testament, both God and man were busy at the cross. God was doing his best, man was doing his worst. God was acting in love, man was acting in hate. While the cross was God's idea, it was in the plan of God all along, man's part in it in no way lessens his crime. From man's part, crucifying Jesus was an enormous sin. But from God's part, it was an enormous act of love. It is hard for us to reconcile the divine necessity in the cross with human freedom. That's a paradox that doesn't find an easy solution. I focused on that yesterday. Today I continue with Peter's sermon as recorded in the book of the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, verse 24. Ten days earlier, these disciples and Peter had met with Jesus for the last time on earth. He had told them to be his witnesses to the ends of the earth. Then he disappeared. He ascended. He left this dimension. Ten days later, the promised Holy Spirit came upon these believers in Jesus. All of this created a stir in the city of Jerusalem, and a large crowd gathered. And Peter began to talk to the crowd of godly Jews from all over the Mediterranean world. He began by telling them that this phenomenon of the Holy Spirit had been predicted by the Old Testament prophets. Those prophecies were now beginning to come to pass. Having explained what was going on, Peter immediately focuses on Jesus Christ. He informs them that Jesus was accredited by God and that God and man both put him on the cross. Now to verse 24, where Peter says, But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. The resurrection theme is an oft-repeated one in this book. Luke presents the resurrection of Jesus as the final proof that he was indeed what he claimed he was, God's chosen one. Indeed, he was God in human flesh. It is evident as one reads this book of the Acts of the Apostles that the resurrection was a central theme of these early witnesses. Without it, there would not have been a Christian church at all. After the cross, the disciples were bewildered and disillusioned. Their dreams were shattered. But the resurrection and the subsequent certain return changed all that. It made heroes out of cowards. God had raised Jesus. The sentence pronounced by man that Jesus should die and be buried was reversed by a higher court, by God. It is true God had been involved in putting Jesus on the cross, but God was also there to raise him up again. Now Peter uses an interesting phrase here. He says to these listening Jews, God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death. Death was an agony. That word agony is the same word that describes a woman's labor pains in childbirth. Evidently, the picture here is that the tomb could not hold the Son of God any more than a woman's body can hold a child to be born. 
it was impossible for death to keep its hold on Jesus. But to what do those death pains refer? What did Peter mean by the agony of death? God freed him from the agony of death. Perhaps the agony of the anticipation of his death is included. The agony particularly in Gethsemane and the agony of the arrest and trial and, of course, the terrible agony of the crucifixion itself. But those were all before his death. We need to ask, was there agony at the moment of death for Jesus and was there continued agony for his spirit during the three earth days that his body was in the tomb? Or did the agony stop once he died? It almost seems as though the agony doesn't stop until Jesus was resurrected. It was when God raised Jesus from the dead that he was freed from the pains of death. That brings up some interesting questions. Is the death experience itself painful? Most near-death experiences say no. Perhaps for Jesus it was. Perhaps for Jesus there was no light at the end of the tunnel. Perhaps for Jesus who died for our sin and took its full punishment, death was not such a blissful experience. Another question. What happened during those three days or parts of three days while his body lay in the tomb? Much has been written, but little is known about it. I'm not at this time going to go into detail here, but let me surface something for you to think about, and perhaps the death of Christ will come to mean more to you. If Christ's agony or if Christ's victory over sin ceased when he died, if that won the victory over sin, then Christ didn't bear the full punishment. When a person without Christ's life dies, his spirit goes to another dimension the Bible calls hell and other names. The agony or the pains of death continue. Some suggest that perhaps during that time Jesus also took upon himself that agony, that pain. He also endured the pains of hell. The fact that that was only three earth days doesn't matter since the dimension is timeless. So perhaps when Peter says that God freed Jesus from the agonies of death, he not only referred to the pains of death which Jesus anticipated before he died, but also the pains he endured in and during death itself. Then Christ bore the full agony that sin could present, and God freed him from it when he raised him. It was the resurrection that ended the agony of death. It's interesting. We don't have all the answers. But death couldn't hold the Son of God, who is by nature and has intrinsically in himself life. And it is this eternal life which he is anxious to give to anyone who will receive him. And that person will never experience the agonies of death as Jesus did. On a cross, there hung in sorrow one who was willing to die for our sins. God's only Son, 
the scars, the thorns made. See where the spear was thrust in his side. See in his hands where nails were driven. Oh, how he suffered and died. There is no What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.